What's up, football fans, and welcome back for another edition of NFL Fantasy Guru. I am your host, Joe Sandoni, along with me, my co-host and our own NFL guru, Joe Pepe. As always, we're going to lead you off with major news. But first, little insight, Joe, how did fantasy go this week? Uh, so fantasy went pretty well. I won my big league in a huge way. I like I was done by one o'clock, and that's always you know great when one o'clock rolls around. The game starts thirty minutes in. You basically won, and that's because I have Kamara, Gordon, Hopkins. Like I have a bomb squad after all those trades we've been talking about. You ended up winning your big league, right? I did. Thankfully, Ryan Tannehill did not show up to play. Yeah, I appreciate that, Ryan. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um. So all right. So we'll start off with major news. Happy mentioned Kamar. We'll get to him in a little bit. But first, we are going to start with Patrick Mahomes against the Broncos on the road. It's been, you know, how great is he going to be? Can he continue this momentum? You know, he goes into a tough environment on the road. Primetime game on Monday night. Fantasy-wise, didn't have the greatest spectacle just because of what everyone has seen in the first few weeks. But still over 300 yards and a touchdown and a big comeback drive to win the game. So NFL-wise, it was an incredible comeback. Fantasy-wise, borderline, but you can't expect four or five touchdowns every week. So we we talked about that a little bit last week, that he had to come back down to earth a little bit. You just can't possibly keep up what he was keeping up during that. And Denver has an amazing pass They're rush. starting to come back now yeah. from yeah. what the couple last couple of years has been awful. Yeah, they've been, they were awful before, but they have an amazing pass rush. And you saw that because he couldn't do those deep throws. Right. He couldn't get it down the field now. Don't get me wrong, NFL-wise, you know, Mahomes had a great game. He had that one touchdown throw, and he had the one running, too. Like, fantasy-wise, he still got you your numbers. Right. But Sammy Watkins went down. That was a problem. Right. And then him and Kelsey couldn't connect. You could see him missing through this game. And that's something you didn't see before. And this is what we talked about. He was going to come back down to earth on this week, and then he's going to catch another little drop-off because he's playing the Jacksonville Jacksonville. That's what I was getting ready to say. So they'll be home, so it'll help him. Back bit. in Kansas City, but how do you think he fares against Jacksonville? Um, so I was talking to a few people about this today, and they wanted to know about like Mahomes or Wentz and who to pick, and they're both really hard matchups. Because of the home field advantage, I'm going to go Mahomes here because he's just been on such fire. He's got the home crowd behind him. I do think he's going to put up points still, but don't look for a three-touchdown game. Expect his first like big interception game, one to two. Yeah, still has not thrown an interception. Yeah, I, I expect a turnover to two here. Um, he's he's rough. He's going to have a rough go of it this time because this team's just really good. Now, I don't know if Jalen Ramsey can keep up with Tyree Kill, but will he have to keep up with him on those go routes, those deep routes, the nine route? Because, again, they have a really good pass rush, too. And if the Denver pass rush can stop them, I think the Jags will as well. So there you have it. Definitely an intriguing matchup with Mahomes going against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So continuing our weekly series, Days of Our Le'Veon Bell. Another <laughs> update Every possibly coming back. This is great. This is so much fun to do here. We have a nice little <laughs> saga going. Yeah. So Le'Veon Bell now. The trade, the, you know, Pittsburgh said, we're not going to trade him. Forget about it. Now they're listening to trade offers. Now Bell is saying that he could potentially be coming back around week seven. They would have the bye week and a triumphant return against the Cleveland Browns. So, <laughs> so if, you're gonna, if you're going to make a comeback, at least come back against yeah, the, the opponent Browns. that won't try to kill you yeah, as much. As much in the past. But uh, the Cleveland Browns are a little bit better. But Le'Veon Bell coming back against them could be obviously a huge deal. And the key word is if. 
Because you have to remember, this guy has not played football. He yeah. hasn't played football. There is a very high probability that the Steelers say, you come back, we're going to pay you, but you're going to take week eight and nine, and you're going to get in playing shape. Sure. He may not come back and get those 20 to 30 carries that everybody's hoping for. He might just get 10, especially because Connor, even though he hasn't been playing well, still has talent behind him. So, look, with this Le'Veon Bell thing, the second it dropped, everybody who I know or everybody who follows us on social media has been, like, dropping a bunch of – what do I do? Do I trade him? Do I keep him? Do you think he's going to get traded somewhere else? Which is still a possibility. He could still sign and get traded to another team. So So – the fan, <laughs> fantasy owners, what I mean, you talked to him before about hold off, hold off. Now he's given at least a date to potentially return. We don't know if the Steelers are going to say, "Oh, sure, here's our backfield, come in and play." So, so you know, this right here is where I trade him. This right here is where I trade Le'Veon Bell because everybody. I mean, if unless you're living under a rock, so you're not listening to the podcast anyway, <laughs> you have heard the news. He's coming back in week seven. You know what a lot of people don't realize, and this is where my exercise science background comes in at? He, soft tissue injuries jump exponentially when you don't practice, when you don't play, when you're not in the game, when you don't go through the offseason. How many people have we seen take just the preseason off, come back and pull a hammy the next week? And I mean, that's, that happens all the time with players because they don't play a lot because they risk injury, but then they're not in those you know, game speed routes or yeah. game speed motion situations. Yeah. And then there they go. Yeah. So I'm right now, everyone's like, I'm going to have myself, my number one pick two, three, wherever you picked him. I'm saying you take that hype. You let it build. You got time. You don't have to jump out and make a trade this week, obviously, because you got time to let this trade build. But let's say you have an own four team, one and three, somebody at the bottom of the barrel right now who's suffering or somebody who's just so weak at running back. That's who I'm targeting. Now, if you're trying to trade, now if you're trading, I mean, obviously, right? If you're trying to trade Le'Veon Bill, what could you potentially ask for and possibly get? I mean, every league's different, situation-wise, but basic-wise, what kind of type of cowboy running back can you replace him with? Everyone's a little different, like you were just saying, but I'm still going top 25. Top 25 player is what I want for him, and to tell you the truth, I want a top 20. Top 15 player and maybe somebody else a little bit lower down the scale. There has been injuries in the league. There have been players that have fallen off. But Le'Veon Bell has this ability. Le'Veon Bell is really skilled. I'm all about Le'Veon Bell when he's in shape, when he shows up, when I'm not at such a high risk for him to get injured because he hasn't been doing anything. He's been playing on jet skis and doing rap albums. Like He's not ready. So trade him while you can, while he's hot. So, and and this situation just kind of reminded me, it was almost like when Marshawn Lynch went and did his whole sabbatical thing, came back and was awful. But but now this year, I was looking through some notes. He's fourth overall in rushing right yeah. now. So yeah. when you come back you're and you're so actually, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you've tried, I mean, Marshawn Lynch and Le'Veon Bell are two way yeah. different style running backs. But the the thing with it is, is when you're out that long and you're not working out and you're not getting your body in the yeah. shape, you come back, Marshawn Lynch didn't have that. Everyone yeah. talked about him because he went back to Oakland and it was his hometown. The but now this year, yeah. yeah, the second half of last year, he started getting better. He, and he, he this got year is And now this year, top five. Top five in rushing. He's got yeah. three touchdowns so far this year, even though the Raiders, uh, they finally got their it's first win over the Browns. They almost gave it up, but 
Yeah. You know, we'll talk about that maybe a little bit later. Yeah. But, I mean, top five running back, and, I mean, no one saw that yeah. coming, I'm, you know, on draft night thinking, oh, Marshall Lynch might be one of the top five backs in the yeah. league. Yeah. We're only four weeks in, but fantasy, you need to win every week, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got, you, you got to get those wins. You got to really go and try and get your wins when you can because it's a shorter season than an actual season, obviously, if your fantasy league plays the normal way. But I'm going on trading him high right now because I – you know, and I'll make a bet of some sort with whoever's listening to this that he will not play every week from week eight to seventeen. He's now going you're talking to have about Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, eight to seventeen, will miss games either by being on the exempt list or getting injured. All right, we move on. We'll see if Days of Our Le'Veon will continue <laughs> next week if we have any extra updates. We, we need like a theme song for that. We gotta, yeah, we're gonna we're have gonna, to get a nice we're little chime in there. We're gonna have to the audio that soon. But go ahead. <laughs> All right, so to the reason why you won last week, a big part of your yeah. victory in your fantasy leagues, Alvin Kamara, what a week. Have a game. 134 rushing yards with a touchdown, five catches for 47 yards to add on top of that. Right now, he's just, I mean, he's money at this point, Look, if you have. Alvin Kamara, like the second I traded for him, made me so happy because the man was a top, you know, let's for most leagues, he's the top seven, eight picks. He should be top five or six. But he, like you said, he had 134 yards, three touchdowns. He's a human cheat code. That's who Alvin Kamara is. He's that guy in Madden that you got the extra Madden cards for, so all of a sudden you can't tackle him for a quarter. Right. That's who he is. In CBS, he got 45 points. The week before, he got 34. He has another week of 46. And it's crazy. And I get it. Everyone, everyone's going to come running out screaming like, oh, Mark Ingram is back. Mark Ingram's back. Remember last year. It didn't matter that much. They both got their plays. And this is where if I have somebody like Drew Brees, and he's having such a great season right now, Drew, I ship him. I move him. Because I think they're going to go back to last year style, where it's more 65 running, maybe 70 running, 30% throwing, and switching it back up again and playing it differently for the next couple of weeks to keep defenses on their toes. And, you know, you're talking about splitting things with Ingram, Obviously, you get sniped a little bit with Ingram when they start to get towards the goal line. But also, in all those packages with Kamara, he's going to catch the ball, too. So whatever yards he doesn't gain rushing, he's probably just going to catch a pass and run 15, 20 yards anyway. And here's the thing. A couple weeks ago, Drew Brees ran for two touchdowns. Still yeah, right. had over 30 <laughs> points. So yeah. Mark Ingram can have those touchdowns, and it doesn't matter with Kamara. He is just hes the future at running back. Hopefully. I hope all running backs are like him because I love watching him. Yeah, definitely is someone to especially because I have them. Enjoy, yeah. <laughs> definitely someone that is enjoyable to watch to play the game, the football. Uh, Kamara definitely having a great season so far. We'll see if he continues that. But does he? Washington Redskins are coming off of a bye from last week, but the Saints will be at home to play the Redskins. How do you see this playing out with them? I mean, that's a better defense. Let's you know, it's a better defense than who they just played with the New York Giants. But they're it's still he's a human cheat code, and he's one of them players now. Where you're just kind of like, until he has a six, seven point game, I'm just going to assume he has 17 plus every week. I don't see them stopping him. Like you said, he he had nine targets in the passing game. That's still a high number. He catches right. all nine of those. That's nine points. He caught five of them. But if he catches all nine, that's an automatic nine points. He's just one of the players you roll out and you know he's going to be your top scorer or top three. So we move on to Mitchell Trubisky. Has a bye this week with the Bears, so we'll get into that a little bit later with the bye weeks with Chicago and Tampa Bay. 
Did not have a great game against the Cardinals. Then all of a sudden had six touchdowns overall. I think it was, what, five in the first half, and then he put a sixth one up in the second half. So with 354 yards, again, they're on the bye this week coming up. But what is the roller coaster that is Mitchell Trubisky? Are you kind of trying to buy fantasy-wise? Spot start, maybe? So Mitch Trubisky confuses me. Now, everybody who listens knows that we were talking about this, that I went to the Tennessee Titans-Eagles game last week on Sunday. And you're looking at the board, and I'm not going to lie to everybody who knows that there was alcoholic beverages involved. And I just swore I was reading the board wrong because, like you said, he, he just they were coming every two minutes. There was just something new, right. a new number flying up there. And I, I'm, I'm not buying him. He still worries me as a quarterback. He still has some issues mechanically. I, I don't really trust that offense yet, but it looks like it's starting to gel. They played a defense that's not spectacular anyway. They got lit up the week beforehand, too, by right. Ben Roethlisberger. But, I mean, I like Trubisky in a bye-week start for the simple fact of the rushing. Now, you're not going to get the six touchdowns again. Let's, let's just right. throw that yeah. out the window. He's not Fitzmagic. No, nah, he's not Fitzmagic at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but he ran three times for 53 yards. Uh, that's that's You're throwing up an automatic five points right, right there, right there and then. So, in most leagues, a touchdown is four. So that's an automatic touchdown for your player in fantasy. So I like it. I think it's really good, like a really good week. And it depends on when your real quarterbacks by week falls. But if you have somebody that you don't fully trust all the time, let's say now, because Fitzmagic, Fitzmagic, I can't call him Fitzpatrick. I can't even like say it right, right. anymore. And that magic's run out. We yeah, should talk yeah, about We'll yeah. talk about that. We'll, we'll run into that a little bit later. But. Let's just say, you know, now you have Jameis Winston and you don't know how you really feel. Maybe this is the point where you have two quarterbacks and you go Mitch and Jameis Winston and you kind of pick and go by the matchups and the rankings and everything like that. But this offense is starting to turn a corner a little bit. It, t- it takes time to gel. It, you know, it's a new system. He's a young quarterback, new weapons on both sides. So, yeah, I mean, even that tight end, he has a new weapons. Everybody's basically new in this. So, it took a little bit of time. I don't think this is like the next coming of, you know, Tom Brady or Drew Brees or anything. But keep an eye on him because if he keeps it up, you, you got to play the waiver wires correctly to win a league. Now they have a bye this week, as I mentioned. And then they return to action against the Dolphins, who... <laughs> they had a bad week, but they had a good defense up until then. So I, the, the book's out. The book's still out. Sorry. So we'll keep our eyes on Trubisky when he plays the Dolphins in a couple of weeks. We'll wrap up the major news with Baker Mayfield. Certainly provided a spark for the Browns to unlock those fridges out in Cleveland to get their Love first it. win in you know a couple of years. But then came back, tried to lead the comeback against the Oakland Raiders, was in, unable to do so. But fantasy-wise, still had two touchdowns, just a shade under 300 yards. But So still did you some justice if you have him. And is he in a lot of leagues? I mean, I don't. a lot of people jumped on him after that Jets game. So the number definitely went up, but here's the issue with Baker. Yeah, he had two touchdowns, 295, 21 for 41, all that fun stuff. He had two picks and two fumbles against the defense that admittedly doesn't have a pass rusher. Against the defense that I would give our listeners $20 each if they can name me all it's the always shipping out money, this guy. I'm just shipping money, but it, you know, no one's taking it yet, yeah, so I'm I, okay yeah, with I'm it. Get on this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but like that defense is not good. The only player they had is now in Chicago. Like that's for that, and this is the problem with Baker. 
everybody was worried about Patrick Mahomes being like the next Brett Favre. He's going to try things that he shouldn't be trying, and he's going to get picked off, and it's going to be an issue. And he might still have that issue, Patrick. But I saw that from Baker. Baker reminds me a little bit with a lot more talent of a Johnny Manziel, who doesn't always make the greatest decisions in the world. He thinks that his talent will overcome everything. But this is the NFL. Every player's fast. Every player can tackle. Right. Every player can play, basically. Unless you were an Eagles cornerback a couple years ago, and then you couldn't play, or if you were Jalen Mills this week. But he's going to throw – they showed that he's still going to throw the ball. 41 pass. I know that game was out of control, and it was a high scoring. I think there was 80-something points in that game. Yeah, scored. it was another shootout. Another yeah. sh- every week in the NFL, there's been these shootout-type games. Yeah, but I, I do think they're going to get behind him because you're not a number one pick, and then you throw for 13 pass attempts. Like They, they make sure the ball's in your hand. If you're the number one pick. So next up before the Browns are going to go against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, obviously that's, that's going to be a much tougher, you know, obstacle for him. And, yeah. you know, we talked about the Ra- Raiders and Oakland not having a defense, but now you're going up a, against a division opponent. And here comes T sizzle. He, he's going to have no problem telling Ball the defense so everything here. Yeah. And, you know, they could be, they could be lighted up. It could be yeah. a long day. And let's not forget that their cornerback, Jimmy Smith, he's back now. Cause he was out for four weeks with a suspension. Right. He's back now too. So you add that on, you have T sizzle, you have Weddle, you have a really good defense. A lot of veterans who, on the defense that love, know how to rattle a rookie guy. Yeah, who love turnovers. <laughs> yeah. So I could see more of the same. I don't see it being as high scoring because, again, that's just not going to happen where it's 80 points every single time for the two teams combined. But I definitely could see a lot of turnovers happening this week. And that is what we have for you in major news. Now it's time to get to the part of the show where you win fantasy football championships. We head to the waiver wire. We're going to lead off with the man that is back under center for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ryan Fitzpatrick is now gone. The magic is out. And now it's Jameis Winston. Yeah, Jameis Winston is in now. Um, he came in a little bit on uh, Sunday, but I'm not going to give you those stats. That was a blowout already. Games, you can't really go by those stats. Last year, though, he had 3,500 yards, 19 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Not the greatest of years. So do you want him? If you're struggling a quarterback, yeah, I think you do because we've seen this run game. We've seen Peyton Barber. We've seen now Ronald Jones finally get off the healthy scratch list and come in. Neither of them have done much. Then you look over at the defensive side of the ball. Mitchell Trubisky just threw six touchdowns on him. Ben Roethlisberger smoked them. They're not a good defense. So he's going to get the opportunity to throw. Here's the thing, though, for me. I really like his tight end, especially now that O.J. Howard is out for two to four weeks. Right. I really like Cameron Brait on that team. Because he has a rapport with him already. He knows where he's going to be. They've played together for years. He's always been his tight end for the years that Jameis Winston's been in the NFL. But, you know, he does have Mike Evans and he does have Deshaun Jackson. So who, I mean, you don't know neither of these guys, but neither do I. But the only one I trust is Mike Evans. Like, would you want, I didn't see much from Deshaun Jackson last year with Jameis. And that was an issue. And I'm not saying that they haven't worked together. They just couldn't connect. And Fitzpatrick had plenty of success issues throwing the deep ball to either of them. It was almost just like, hey, yeah. you know, no. run yeah. and, you know, it'll be there. But you don't see that explosiveness when Jameis kind of steps in. So Ryan Fitzpatrick, to me, is the better deep ball thrower. 
out of the two, but Jameis Winston has a connection with Mike Evans. And let's be real, the guy's six foot five. It's hard to really miss him. Right. So he's obviously you're you're gonna keep Mike Evans right where he is, especially with a quarterback who is just really coming back into the NFL, you know, next week because he's on the bye right now. Now that's the biggest issue. I know he's on the bye. So I know like you're like, what the heck? Like, why are you telling me to pick up you're stashing him. You have a quarterback, obviously, already, unless he's on a bye. And if he's already on a bye, then, yes, you have to go somewhere else. But I would stash him if you're not happy with your quarterback because you need somebody who you could solidify that position. And kind of like the Andrew Luck sense of this, where it could be 45 to 50 throws a game, this could be happening in Tampa Bay, too. So if I can, I'm taking Jameis Winston, stash him on the bench for a week, deal with it. And then next week, either unroll him in my starting lineup or play the matchups throughout the year. Yeah, so definitely something to look at as they move forward. And the bye week, who knows? The bye week might even help them just to get some regain time. all that stuff back with yeah. with Winston and you know Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans, try to kind of rebuild that stuff. Yeah. All right, so continue with the waiver wire <laughs> and more players to add. And you know you need to sub out now because guys that are probably on some fantasy football teams are Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans. We start in the running back category. Also, a quick note, which we'll hit on, the Colts play the Patriots Thursday night, and half their offense is gone. Yeah. So T.Y. Hilton is listed as out. Jack Doyle will not play. Marlon Mack is out. So basically, their offense is out. You have a little bit of help coming there in that way. So we'll start off with a couple of running backs here. Who do you want to pick up? So the first one, he's owning 47% of the league. So the there's a slimmer chance that he's out there, but Yeldon is who I want. I want TJ Yeldon, and I got it right this time. TJ, not Ty, because I keep wanting to yes. say Ty for some reason. But um, yeah, TJ Yeldon's out there. Leonard Fournette's hurt again, and they're, they're saying they don't really know what's going on with his hamstring. Again, it's a soft tissue injury. This is what I was talking right. about that could happen to Bell. But that's an injury where it took him two weeks Fournette, he came back, he got hurt, and had to give the ball back to Yeldon. I suspect that the team says, okay, two weeks didn't work last time, so this could be three to four. Now, Yeldon, he's playing the Chiefs. That's a really On the bad... Yeah, that's still a really bad defense, though. They're not very good at handling backs. I think that Yeldon can have a big game. He had uh, 18 carries, 52 yards last week. Decent game. He came in, obviously, though, so that kind of hinders him a little bit. But I think he's the one of the two backs. Like I know they have the other guy, Corey Grant, but he doesn't really scare me as much as Yeldon would. I want Yeldon. If he's on your waiver wire, go grab him. Because you know what you can do when Yeldon has a big game this week? You then trade him to the guy who has four net. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You, you go right to the guy who has four net, unless you're the guy who has four net, and you trade him. Everybody thinks that because you drafted this team, you have to stick with this team. You win the game. I feel like Herm Edwards right now. <laughs> you come to play, play to win the, the game. game. But, uh, yeah, you win your season. You win your games by paying attention to the trades and the waiver wires. Like, there's a guy I'm playing in two weeks who, not this week, next week, I have Stafford. He's on a bye. I looked at the guy who I'm playing in two weeks, and I've been going back and forth trying to trade him Stafford because he's not paying attention. <laughs> and I know he's not because I could tell that he's interested in this trade. But when I play him in two weeks, it's almost giving myself an automatic victory right, because now his quarterback is on a bot. Right. And that's what you need to be pay paying attention to. It's those fine little details 
that'll give you that one to two more wins so that you're not facing maybe the guy who's scoring 190 points every week and you're in a better position or you actually just make the playoffs. If you're 0-4, you definitely should be looking ahead of schedule with trades for and pickups just so that you can buy yourself a win. But that's one running back. So who I got next on the list? So yeah, this is pure gold here from the guru himself. Now, as I mentioned, you know, the Colts offense is, you know, out this week basically with team. Hilton Doyle and Max. Now we shift to Indianapolis with the next couple of pickups here. You have Naheen Hines and then Ryan Grant as well. So let's go with Hines first and let's just close out the running backs. He's a uh, 14.5% owned. I picked them up last week. Now, the only reason why I picked them up last week was because the week before, they were dumping the ball off a lot, the Colts. That line's still not fantastic. Andrew Luck is still throwing 50-something times. Last week, Hines had nine catches. He only had 10 yards on four carries. And you're like, oh, why the hell would I pick that guy? Right. Nine catches. That's nine easy points. Now, remember, these guys aren't going to be your Alvin Kamars, your Saquon Barkley's, your Melvin Gordon's every week. That's not what they're there for. They're there to fill the roster, fill a gap from an injury or a bye. They're going to get you a decent amount of points. If they're meant to be your highest scoring players, I guarantee your team is 0-4. Right. Because you've drafted completely incorrectly. And you have Cohen. Yeah. Your, your Howards are out this yeah. week, you know, with Chicago being on the bye. So there's your opportunity there to kind of fill, fill in that hole there for that week. Yeah. So you stick with the Colts here and you're looking at Ryan Grant. Yeah, you're looking at Ryan Grant here again. Hilton's out. Doyle's out. Max out. Grant's the next guy up. Do he's, they have any success against the Patriots? Obviously, the whole short week. It's a short week for both teams, but yeah. they're in New England. Does he have any success here? Here's the thing. He He's only owned in 11% of the leagues. And at this point, when I play the waiver wire on wide receivers, who's going to get me that touchdown? You know, who's going to get me that automatic, easy set of points? And the Patriots defense is nothing special. Yes, last week they had a decent game against the Dolphins, but Dolphins can never beat the Patriots ever since the Wildcat game, so I don't read into that too much. There's really no one else to throw to except for Ebron. So Tim and Ebron and Andrew Luck is going to throw it 50 to 55 times because they can't run the ball. So the two guys, Hines and Grant, are going to either get the checkdowns or the short PPR passes. Think of Grant in the sense of Nelson Aguilar in week one. You might get 11 catches, some crazy, for like 47 yards again. Right. But if I have that for my guy I picked up on the waiver wire, I'm taking that's it. Gold. I'm, yeah, that's gold. Yeah, you You just basically locked in a position that could end up being a wide receiver one for you. I think the volume is there, and because there's a lot of volume coming to him and he's the best option for a touchdown right now, you got to go get him. Like I said, it's only 11%. So... Yeah, who's my next guy on the list? All right, we're sticking with the AFC and the AFC South here, by the way. <coughs> Kiki QT for the Houston Texans all of a sudden just totally broke out and had a great game. I, listen, that's I want a team that has Kiki, Juju, D.D. Westbrook. I want all these crazy <laughs> first names that just rhyme off each other. But Kiki is owned. You ready for this? Point. Four percent of the league. Point four. So I can almost guarantee he's out there. (laughs) Right now, Kiki last week, eleven catches, hundred and nine yards, twenty-one point nine fantasy points from the slot, basically. And nobody was guessing that was gonna happen either. Now Ellington is on the IR, who was their slot receiver, and coming out of camp, 
Braxton Miller was there. There's some other receivers there. The only one you heard about, I mean, obviously there's Hopkins and Fuller, so you know you heard right. about them. But the only other person you heard about was Kiki. Now, again, this is the slot receiver. So I'm really big on slot receivers. Juju's a slot receiver, and I'm pretty sure he's still in the top five for yards at the moment. I like slot receivers in the NFL today. I think they're going to be throwing a lot now. Dallas does have a de- decent defense. They do. Right. But they have to key in on Hopkins. And Will Fuller may or may not play. He's a little banged up. But if Will Fuller's out and they're keying in on Hopkins, the only person's left is Kiki at this moment. Plus, I really just want him to score so he could do that Drake dance. Because <laughs> if they don't play that in the stadium, somebody totally missed out. I mean, they are they are at home, right? For that, uh, yeah, that's Sunday Night Football. That's right. Yeah. So that should be a, a fun matchup there. We'll see if uh, QT will be able to I'm step it up. I'm playing a song in my house if he scores. So, I just, just uh, when we watch it Sunday night together, sure. be prepared for me to do dance cross. The floor. Oh boy, we're gonna hope he doesn't play. <laughs> All right, so then we go to if you know if we're gonna talk superhero stardom here, we're gonna talk about Vance McDonald, and we're gonna talk. If you have to name him as a superhero, I would just name him Iron Fist because he just totally. <laughs> He baptized uh, Chris Conti a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Jesus. <laughs> so we're talking tight end news here on the waiver wire with Vance McDonald. Nothing makes me laugh more than the fact that Chris Conti ended up on injured reserve after the fact that unrelated injury. <laughs> sure, to, his soul to was sucked out. You know, he, in Mortal Kombat, well. you know, he in did. Mortal Kombat, though, when the guy's like, "Your soul is mine." <laughs> That's Vance McDonald ran up on him, and it was a flawless victory. <laughs> he took his life. He ended it. He's on IR. RIP to Chris Conti. But he did take it well. He tweeted <laughs> out afterwards, you know, yeah. hoping somebody else. You know, that it was. You gotta have fun with it sometimes, yeah. and you know he took it well. I mean, what else are you gonna do? You just you can't do much. Destroyed yeah. on primetime TV, but let, let's look at Vance McDonald now. Guess what? I got him. I ended up picking him up because I had OJ Howard, and, and that's I have another. McDonald. And the Steelers are another team that their defense is far from yeah. what they were a few years ago with Porter and Palomar no and all those curtain. boys. Yeah, yeah, you know, even yeah, further back yeah. with the Steel Curtain. Nowhere near that, and the Steelers are basically in a shootout every single week, and their offense is packed. Yeah, no, look, and everyone's getting the ball too. Everyone's getting points. Now, anyone who's been listening or has ever talked to me about fantasy knows that if you don't have Gronk, Kelsey, or Ertz, what do I say? You stream the tight end. You stream him. Now, I was all ready to stick with OJ Howard for a couple weeks because he looked like he was getting a lot of targets, but he obviously got hurt. So then I looked and I found Vance McDonald last two weeks. Four catches, 112 yards, one touchdown, 24 fantasy points. The last week, this past Sunday, five catches, 62 yards, no touchdown, but still 11 points from your tight end. You can stream tight end, and this is a tight end on an offense who has firepower on it that they have to pay attention to. Juju Smith, Antonio Brown. You still have to pay attention to Connor. Even though he hasn't been having a great games lately, you still have to pay attention to him. He's overtaken Jesse James, and when Vance McDonald is healthy – He's a talented wide receiver at the tight end slot. There's a reason why they traded for him a couple years back, because he has this type of talent. If you can get Vance McDonald, you run out there. If you can't, you find the highest powered offense playing the worst defense that's going to have the most red zone opportunities. You look at people like Antonio Gates. You know, like he, he he's not the sexiest pick anymore, but that's a high-powered offense at the moment. Right. So, that's what you want to do, but Vance McDonald is the guy I really want. He's only 31% owned in leagues, which is still kind of a high number, but you can get him. It's still doable. So he's my last pickup that I think out of all the positions you should go for. All right. So, of course, when you're picking him up, 
you're dropping him as well. Who are you? Who have we had enough of here? Who's getting dropped? I am dropping Chris Hogan. It's officially over. 7-Eleven <laughs> is closed. He <laughs> he just he hasn't had it this year. Eight catches, 109 yards. It's not really, you know, he had two touchdowns against the Jags, but he's been obsolete. He, like they're just he's not even using them correctly. And now you bring back Edelman. Now Gordon's on the team. I don't see the opportunity there, especially with Sony Michelle kind of coming into his own a little bit. He's doing pretty well in that backfield, so that's another person eating away at him. But I just, I you know, with the Patriots, when you see a guy who used to be good for them fade away, they're gone usually. They never seem to resurrect again. Right. So I'm first player I'm dropping out is Chris Hogan. The next guy I'm dropping out, pretty simple one here. If I told you to pick up Jameis Winston. You're dropping Ryan Fitzpatrick. The magic's gone, like you said. He's Got done. benched. Yeah. Back to regular old yeah. spot start here there. That's what he's good for. He's a good backup quarterback because he can come in and he doesn't need all the repetition and all the practice reps and everything. But he's got to go to the bench. He finally showed who he was and he had to go. So this is a real simple one. If you have Fitzmagic, Fitzpatrick, Fitztragic, whichever way you want to call him, you got to drop him. I mean, he's got a great beard, but that's not enough to keep him on your roster, obviously. <laughs> the final one, even though the guy above him is on a pitch count most likely this week, I don't trust him anymore. Latavius Mary has to be dropped in my eyes. Here's his last two games, his rushing yards in the last two games. One yard against the Bills. Two <laughs> yards last week. I don't need to be a guru to tell you that three yards in two weeks is really, really bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, the Eagles defense sure? has been – I, I, I don't know, man. That's It's rough. <laughs> it's rough. It's a 50-50 shot. But three yards in the last two weeks, I mean, he was supposed to have – he has talent. He showed it last year. And when Dalvin Cook went down, you rushed to get him because you were like, okay, it's all him. There's nobody else there. And he just hasn't performed. And Dalvin Cook is still injured. Yes, I get that. And he's on a pitch count. But – there's better options out there. You can get Hines. You can get Ronald Jones. You can get Nick Chubbs. You can get Mike Davis from Seattle before I'd rather have Latavius Murray. So those are the guys I'm looking to drop when when I'm going to my waiver wire, picking up the people I told you to pick up before him. Now, and just a quick, you know, we were talking about Fitzpatrick and making a few jokes. For your backup, you know, Tampa Bay's two and two. I mean, for your backup to come in and like, yes, they probably could have won that third game, but in the end, for your backup quarterback to come in and, you know, with no expectations, like, oh, boy, what, what's going to happen here? To lead you two and two. And the Falcons are one and three. The yes. NFC South is crazy. I yeah. mean, the Falcons lost at the horn last week to the Bengals. and But technically, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't give Winston a fail. He just maybe overcharged, you know, the yeah. magic in the first couple weeks. Yeah. Maybe he would have spread that out a little bit. Maybe they would have picked up the third win or, it, you know, something like that. But two and two did. is a, you know, career yeah. backup almost. Not, not that bad. He did what he just he ended needed it what terribly. He to do, yeah. When everybody looked at the way that schedule fell for yeah. them, they kept him in contention. Four. You know? Oh, and four is what everybody was saying. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not out of it at two yeah. and two. No, you know? you're, I mean, you're, you're right there. You're right in there. So he pulled not to a Nick Foles level last year, but he came in, he did his job, he exceeded the expectations, but it ran out just like it runs out on Nick Foles. So yeah, he's got to go. 
you're picking up Winston, you're picking up those running backs, the wide receivers, Vance McDonald, everybody that we mentioned earlier. But that's what you're picking up, and you're dropping Hogan, you're dropping Fitz, and you're dropping Latavius Murray. Next up, we have our Pick'em segment. And if you're new to the podcast, little feature matchup we have with each individual NFL game every week. Pepe will pick a matchup that he likes and who he will guess. Doesn't matter the outcome of the actual game, just who would do better in the game fantasy point wise. So we'll lead things off on Thursday Night Football, the Colts and the Patriots. And of course, you go with the big one, Brady versus Luck. Oh, this is hard because Luck's going to throw a lot, but Brady gets to face that really bad defense and he's getting Edelman back. You know what? I'm going to go Brady. I think Brady's going to get the more points here. I think the Patriots have a lot to prove and they always seem to have a nice battle. So I'll pick the team that's getting the face, the poor defense. All right. So next the Broncos on the road against the New York Jets. And we look at the running back matchup. Philip Lindsay had a great week last week. So we look at him and Blau Powell. <clears throat> oh, man. I want to pick Blau Powell just off his name. I just love his name. Um, I'm going to think on the – both defenses are pretty good. Both teams' running backs have a yin and a yang, a thunder and lightning type setup with Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, and Powell and Crowell. But – out of the two, Royce Freeman has been getting touchdowns the last couple of weeks, and Crowell had a pretty poor game last week. And I know they were playing the Jags, but still. So I'm going to go towards Powell. I think they'll be losing. I think they'll be throwing the ball a little more. All right, so Blau Powell on that matchup. Packers on the road against the Detroit Lions. We're very quarterback heavy in the pick'em segment this the week. The NFL, baby. So the biggest position, most important position on every team, Looking at Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, plenty of uh, firepower and arm strength in this one. Yeah, I mean, look, when you when you have players that are getting paid like $50 million every year for their position, it's going to lead the pick-em setup for us. But I hate the Lions defense, and I don't really like the Packers defense, but the Lions defense let Sam Darnold hurt them. So, I mean, this is the best quarterback in the league. You just This is an easy one. You get, you get A-Rod all day. All right, which, by the way, quick note, so far, Peppy's pick'em record last week was the closest week you had. Now, the bye weeks are starting to come in, so a little bit, uh, not as many games, so just 14 last week with the two teams on the bye and two teams on the bye this week as well. Eight and six, that was your closest margin of victory there. Well, I'm still, it still keeps me ahead. Overall, Peppy is 26, 17, and three in our little pick'em segment. Again, yes, three just times. just. <laughs> Just uh, just which player would get more fantasy points in that week. Next, we look at this is a, this is a good one. This is a fun one, too. New York Giants on the road against the Carolina Panthers. You have Barkley McCaffrey. Oh, this is a tough one. Listen, Barkley has been – he hasn't been sexy this year. Like He hasn't had one of them games where he has like 40, 50 points. And uh, that man's got quads. He's sexy. Don't <laughs> laugh at me over there. <laughs> but – yeah, he's been consistent, 27 points all the way through the season. Um, I Again, I'm going to go to defenses here. The Panthers defense, I actually like. The Giants defense, I don't. So I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to actually get a touchdown this week, and Cam Newton's going to stop stealing all my points. <laughs> all right, so this one, to put in your words, it's not sexy because it is the Tennessee Titans sexy. at the Buffalo Bills. We're going to look at Mariota and Allen. Not too much to look no. at here anyway, yeah. so we kind of – 
looking at Mario and now another quarterback. I, I wish that like we gotta get we gotta get the YouTube page set up so that people can watch the behind the scenes of when we pick this because this <laughs> took us a really long time to pick two players we really wanted to do a pick them from, <laughs> and I was real close to tearing you and just saying give me a fourth tie because <laughs> this is just a game I really didn't want to touch. We were thinking maybe Shady Deion Lewis at one point, and we like we're gonna do Kelvin Benjamin versus Corey Davis, the two defenses, but in this rate. Allen had four points last week, and um, you know what I'm doing in my suicide pool of just betting right. against the Bills. It bit me on the butt once, but it's a double elimination. I'm going to bet against the Bills here to give me Super Mario because he runs a little bit more. All right. Now, this one, talking about a boring matchup that we didn't want to talk about. This one, all kinds of fun. It's Couldn't the Falcons at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Plenty of firepower here. Probably going to be another shootout because there's been shootouts just about every week in the NFL so far, and this definitely has the potential of doing it. We've talked about Calvin Ridley in a couple of previous podcasts as well, so we go with the wide receiver tandem. Again, I think this one's a lot of fun. You have Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Antonio Brown, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Who are you picking here? This is good. This is this is really hard. Um, which team's home again? It's the, the Steelers South, right? are at home. Oh, the Steelers, Steelers are, at are at home. I had this one backwards. Okay, so... Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the Steelers tandem because the Falcons have had so many injuries on defense. Not that the, that the uh, Steelers defense is anything to write home about, but the Falcons defense, they're just they're dealing with so many injuries. I think Connor has a great game. Now, we're going to we're going to pick the Steelers receivers here, so make sure we track that down, but I have a question for you in this game. Oh, you boy. get your first pick of the year. I'm, I'm never good at these. All this right. is why I host. Vance this is- <laughs> Yeah, this, this is why we pick the roles we pick. <laughs> uh, Vance McDonald, does he steal the soul of another player with a stiff arm this week? Yes or no? You get this I don't the only know. one you got to do. I, I'm only going to make you do one. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think he follows it up that I don't know. You don't think he gets another flawless right. victory? I, yeah, I would I will downgrade on the flaw. I still think he'll bla- break uh, a few tackles. No, he's gotta, he's but will he, is he going to baptize somebody to the river? No, the I'm going to say no. God on somebody's face. <laughs> I, gonna, should, I shouldn't have had that five-hour energy. This oh, issue. boy. This is a terrible mistake. All right. Uh, I'm going to say no. I still think he'll break tackles, but I think he's going to save another another baptism for another week. Maybe maybe baptize we'll start you in the name along, of the Lord. Along with our days of our Le'Veon Bell, maybe we'll also track Vance yeah. McDonald uh, stiff arms here. Chugging on people. So we'll stay uh, in the AFC here. We're looking at the Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. We were talking about Mayfield a little bit earlier being shaky. We're looking at the quarterback matchup. Flacco, I'm sure he's owned in plenty of leagues, but he's just having a quietly really, really good year because all the quarterbacks that are getting talked about, you have Mahomes coming in, yeah. Sean Watts coming back, Carson Wentz coming back from injury. You have Roethlisberger going crazy. So like Flacco, like I said, he's probably in plenty of leagues, but definitely sneaky all of a sudden because he's – a roller coaster type I, of guy, but I mean, we, we our matchup is Flacco and Mayfield. And there's going to be plenty of hound dogs against uh, the dogs, I should say, for the Ravens. As T Sizzle is probably going to be all fired up to get after a rookie. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this a little bit behind the scenes, and Joe Flacco has, if he stays on track, obviously, so it's a big if. But if he stays on track, has a chance right now for five thousand yards, which is crazy for Joe Flacco. Um, he does this whenever his back's to the wall. Contract year. Does it? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's there. Yeah. Doing it again. Baker Mayfield can be a turnover machine, as he showed four of them last game. And this defense loves turnovers. And Ball So Hard University, T Sizzle, doesn't play games when he goes after the quarterback. 
I'm going to go Joe Flacco because I just I like his receiving core more this year with John Brown going off the way he is. And, you know, talking about that receiver core, I thought Crabtree would be a lot more effective. John Brown, baby. For Yeah, and uh, he's dropping the ball like crazy, though, yeah. Crabtree. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, crabs don't have fingers. So. <laughs> oh, boy, cheap joke. All, all right. right. <laughs> Where's my dad joke book? Yeah. So, all right, so we look now, and we go to the Miami Dolphins <laughs> and the Cincinnati Bengals. We're looking at Drake, and then you have a little bit of a hybrid here with the Bengals. We don't know if. Mixon or Bernard, so just a one-on-one matchup with Cameron Drake and Mixon or Bernard. So we say we don't know because Bernard has an undisclosed injury right now. Mixon's obviously been out with a knee injury. So we're going to pick the starter in that against Kenyon Drake, who he, they're just not using him. They don't seem to like him. So I'm going to go with the Bengals starter, whoever it ends up being. It's not both of them, right? We're clarifying it's yeah, just, just the starter. Whoever, whoever starts. Whoever, whoever starts. starter's not verified at the moment, so you're just going okay. with Cincinnati starting yeah, in the back. Give me, give me a Cincinnati running back then over Kenyon Drake because they're just they're not like they're not using them. They don't like them right now. So skip him. Go give me the Bengals. Give me the next game. A couple of fun ones coming up here, but we'll start off with the <coughs> Jaguars at the Kansas City Chiefs. Talked about Fournette and Yeldon a little bit earlier, and you're looking at him. We're going with Yeldon and Kareem Hunt. Mm. You know, Kareem Hunt is obviously the more talented guy, but he's facing a harder defense. And if it was up to Andy Reid, there would be no running back position in the <laughs> NFL. Plenty of throwing. He would just have Patrick Mahomes running back and forth like it was NFL blitz. So I'm going to go Yeldon because that defense in Kansas City, they can't tackle. They can't play. They have a lot of issues. And I, I think it's just a very easy matchup for Yeldon to get 15-plus points. All right. One of the leading rushers in the league looking at the West Coast. And another fun matchup here, the Raiders on the road against the Chargers. They'll be sharing a stadium soon, so that'll be fun to kind of oh, – yeah. oh, no, gonna... no, the Raiders are in Vegas. You're, you're thinking Chargers. Oh, the Chargers. Sorry. Chargers. Right. Teams right. keep okay. moving on. You. Right. All right. got to make it a list. Too much Too much <laughs> movement here. All right. Raiders, Chargers, Marshawn Lynch, Melvin Gordon. Oh, man. So Mar- Melvin Gordon is top three in targets for running backs right now. Marshawn Lynch, as you stated earlier, is top five in rushing yards. I think you said he was fourth. So that's a really that's a, This is one. fun. This is a good one. But again, I'm going to go back to, you know, whose defense is better. And I'm not saying that the Chargers are better by a lot, but I do think the Chargers are better right now, even without Joey Bosa. So I'm going to pick Melvin Gordon to win this one. Well, you know, there's still Raiders are still trying uh having a tough time finding a first round talent yeah. to uh can't get a pass get, rusher. Yeah, can't get well, the pass rusher. In the <laughs> yeah. I don't right. know where you could possibly <laughs> find one, Gruden. All right. An NFC Championship rematch. Vikings on the road coming back yeah. to Philadelphia. Folks. And we're t- well, we're going to his counterpart here, Kirk Cousins, and it is Carson Wentz this time. Wentz did not face that defense. Yeah. And now he will now in week five. So who are we going with? Quarterback matchup, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz. This is hard because Cousins, even though they lost, they had a hell of a game last Thursday night against the Rams defense, which is normally a decent defense. And Carson Wentz and the Eagles just didn't look right in Tennessee. And I was there physically, not just watching it. Nothing looked right. Everything looked out of rhythm. Corey Clement's still injured. Jay Ajayi's just got a broken back at the moment. So you might be stuck with just Wendell Smallwood and Josh Adams and crew back there. Yes, Alshon Jeffrey came back. But Nelson Aguilar is not looking real great anymore. Oh, man, this is going to hurt my Eagles heart, but I got to pick Kirk <laughs> Cousins because I, I, I don't want to hear everybody say I lost. So 
All right, Kirk Cousins in the heartstring department there. Uh, okay, so then we jump back to not as much fun. We're looking at the Cardinals and the 49ers. Hmm. We talked in a couple of previous podcasts what to do with David Johnson. So we look here now. We're going Johnson and Brita. Man, just a couple of weeks ago, it was Jimmy Garoppolo and Sam Bradford leading these teams. Right. It's just crazy how like the NFL is and the lineups change. But at this rate, I'm going to just go David Johnson. That defense in San Fran is not very good. I don't think the Cardinals defense is fantastic, but I do think that they're better than the Niners. And to be fair, there's just only one option on the Niners offense now, and it's the running game. So you could just hone in on that. Not that the Cardinals have a lot more, but they do still have Larry Fitzgerald. Ricky Seals-Jones is pretty talented out there. So, yeah, I'm going to go DJ. All right, Sunday Night Football. Cowboys on the road against the Houston Texans. A little bit not in the same position-wise. So we're looking at Zeke and DeAndre Hopkins. This is another fun one, too. This, this, this is, is a, good, too. This is a fun one, and this one's harder because it's not the same position. So it makes it a little bit more difficult. But the Cowboys defense, people, this hurts so much. I don't want to ever say anything nice about the Cowboys. And I know <laughs> people are like, don't be such a homer. But I can't help it. I just don't like the Cowboys. But their defense, pretty legit right now. They have some talent. They can stop people. Um, so DeAndre Hopkins is going to have a little bit of trouble. And I do think actually Kiki has a big game again out of the two of those with Will Fuller probably not playing. However, on the Cowboys offense, it's Zeke or bust. I mean, none of those receivers have jumped out. There's no tight end really in that. I don't trust Dak Prescott at all with the ball. If I'm the Cowboys, I'm looking to see if I could break the all time record of handing the ball off to my running back. So I'm going to go Zeke. All right. So Zeke. Over Hopkins. Monday Night Football to round out week five. Redskins on the road. Tough environment there to take on the New Orleans Saints. And another quarterback matchup we ended with Alex Smith and Drew Brees. All right. So New Orleans is home. Yes. New Orleans has Alvin Kamara. New Orleans has Mark Ingram again now. Now I was saying this is the time where I probably might chip Drew Brees for somebody else because they might get back to running the ball a lot more. However, I I don't like Alex Smith in this offense right now. Alex Smith has reverted back to that guy who won't throw the ball deep, the guy who was the fourth overall fantasy quarterback last year. I don't like that offense trying to keep up with the Saints offense. Even though the Saints defense is really poor, they're at home, they're in a primetime game, I'm going to pick the more talented quarterback. Give me the future Hall of Famer in Drew Brees. All right, so Drew Brees rounds out. Our pick'em segment again. Pepe so far is 26, 17, and 3 overall. All right, before we go, one last thing. Heading into week five of the NFL season. Pep, how do you feel about your matchup this week? You've been going through a lot of crazy trades, and your team's been a little set up here, but are you worried? What are you running into? What's the challenge this week? So I'm not too worried. I'm supposed to win 163 to 129. This guy, he's a pretty decent team. But my team, after all the trades that we were just talking about, I have Stafford, Kamara, Gordon, New Hopkins, Juju Smith, Vance McDonald, Yeldon, Will Lutz, and the Texans defense. I don't really think I'm going to have too many people underperform. I think I'm going to be okay. I should be coming in a 3-2 and two next week. All right, that will wrap it up. Of course, we'll keep track of Pepe's multiple fantasy leagues and the Pick'em segment as well. Thanks again for joining us on this edition of NFL Fantasy Guru. 
Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real NFL Guru. And you can drop us your questions there. We always like to field some questions, and hopefully, we get to yours next time we're on. Be sure to follow the guru at JPEP20 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me at Joe Broadcaster. And to search for our podcast, you can check us out on Apple, Spotify, and Google, and anywhere podcasts are available. Just search NFL Fantasy Guru. For Joe Pepe, I'm Joe Sindoni. Patriots and Colts kick off week five, and we'll see you next week.